We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas. And with me today on our Wings Preview Part 1. Power Wings. Power Well, that's a Wings Preview Part 1, and then we'll specify, you know, we'll hit the subheader. We got our 2K coach, Frankie G. Happy belated saucy takes. We also have our saucy takes, Coach Lou. Happy belated birthday. Thank you, man. This is for Schmeathen. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. That's not, yeah, yeah. Baby steps, baby steps. Kyle is not the worst player. Take that shit off. We're, not, we're, not, we're, we're, doing, we're positive today. It's a guard. Guards next week. <laughs> we have yeah. the great Siobhan. What's up, people? Hey, happy belated Lou. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Super we're feeling good. You? If you don't mind. What happened? Oh, how old I'm am big. I? Oh, 26. I don't want to say it, though. I'm closer to 30. Are you older or younger than Haywood Highsmith? When when is his birthday, man? Haywood Highsmith is 26 years old. Mm-hmm. He was born in Baltimore, and uh, okay. shout out the shout out the Ravens. Okay, that's, that's all. Uh, I was stalling. I was, I was stalling. <laughs> so I scrolled oh, the Wikipedia. I, uh, December 9th. So you are older. Damn, oh, you're man. younger than Haywood. Highsmith. No, no, I'm younger. I'm younger. Yeah, yeah he's about to turn 27. A what sneaky are... 27 years old of Haywood Highsmith, who we will talk about later today. People, family. MHB listeners and viewers, we're talking about wings today, specifically power wings. So we're doing our wing preview. You know, every year we do our positional previews, guards, wings, bigs. Uh, we had the idea this year to kind of separate the wings into into power wings and I guess finesse wings, if you want to if you want to call it that. Name TBD for part two, but <laughs> you know we have so many wings on this team, and and as we've talked a lot on Twitter, they're they're rather deep here, which is totally the opposite of last year and all these guys are going to be relevant and they're going to be fighting for roster spots and and truly we don't know how this is going to turn out so we thought it was best to go in depth on every single player unless instead of giving you a very abridged version 
of this preview, we decided to split it into two parts so we can get into the nitty gritty of each player. So without further ado, we're previewing Power Wings. If you're watching on Twitch, thank you very much. We love the audience that's live. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button because I know a lot of y'all not subscribed. I see our subscribers versus what we what we pull in view-wise. And I, I know that you guys got to <laughs> gotta hit that button because I know you'll be watching and you want to get updated. And if you're a pod audience, I love you. You're the OGs. We love you very much. Uh, always, always showing love to y'all. But we got our wings today, baby. We got and guys, I want to start off with Jaime Hawkes Jr., the man, uh, the Heat's first round pick this year, and I think Frankie, I, I think he's the guy that most people are excited to see this year. Maybe him or Jovich, but I think Hawkes has a lot of excitement down here in Miami. One uh, week. As the fan base has dubbed one wick, that's the best nickname. It's the best nickname, it's absolutely. Um, he's just had such maturity. Like I know we're excited about Jovic too, and we'll get to him later. But um, Jaime is just more mature and, and and experienced. He has more of a readiness to his game right now. We expect him to contribute more, especially immediately. I, I think um, I think Jaime has a, a, a definitive role off the bench as one of the primary ball handlers uh on and off the ball he'll he'll be uh, as a secondary creator as a primary creator at times uh, he's just very versatile and i'm really excited to watch him i wish he wasn't banged up so he could get more run in the preseason but i'm excited to watch him he's a really smart player bond yeah. I, i'm gonna let you decide where we're gonna go first offense or defense with with uh with with Jaime. Ooh, i'm fine to go either way but for the sake of where we just kind of came from, from Frankie, we can stay offense. <clears throat> Frankie's absolutely right. And I think one of the other things that really excites me about him, this whole group is like my favorite. This is my favorite build of, of player. And like, I could go on forever right. about it. Um, but I, I think Ami has the, the particular, I don't know, kind of borderline great size. Between, like he's not incredibly tall, but he has the frame to where like Frankie's talking about all of the places that he can, um, you know, kind of operate facing the basket. Um, he also, they they can play him at a number of um, posts, extended posts. He, he's comfortable getting into a back to the basket type of game pretty much anywhere on the floor. <clears throat> and I think that that opens you up for like some split actions. It opens you up for being able to see stuff on the other floor. You have stack options, you have, you know, hammer screen back. Cause you like get, you can, uh, if you can establish like a, a strong position, but still in a way that allows for there to be as much maximum movement as possible around you, I think that's a great thing. And he can kind of do that at the nail, you know, a bit settled down from the nail type area. So I'm really excited about him um, offensively because of the build. And like Frankie said, it's the readiness. Like he's a, a, he has a maturity and he has a particular type of athleticism about him to where he's not necessarily so springy, but he's, he's young, he's youthful, he's spry. He absorbs well. He can uh, kind of move in the small steps really well. So I think that they – I think Reddy is a, is a pretty great um, descriptor of him. Uh, and I think even, you know, so on the offensive side, it's kind of hard sometimes for rookies to find a place offensively. It's easier defensively as long as you can hold yourself. But I think he's in a great spot. We have Day Walker, 242 in chat, gifting a Tier 1 sub. Already starting the year off good. We love y'all. We appreciate all the support that you guys give us to keep the lights on. Lou, 
I'm going to just piggyback on Bond's point right there. The, the fact that he's ready, I think, is a very underrated aspect of why they drafted him. Because given their timeline, you know, they have, in, they have projects on this team, right? It's not mm-hmm. like they have a bunch, you know, they, they have their guys that they're kind of developing and helping give them the environment where they can, they can grow as players. But he's a guy that comes in. He's the kind of build that they like. He's ready to help them now. Jimmy and Bam... They, they shouldn't be waiting on a guy that might be better in, in two years, right? They drafted Jovic last year, and thankfully they had the depth and the talent that he didn't have to, you know, be a key yep. part of their rotation to survive the season. Although, I mean, Max Drews doesn't make some threes. Maybe we're having a different conversation. <laughs> but, you know, they like him because he's ready. He's older. And I just think that, as Bond said, it's enormous kind of for their outlook this season. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I think his ability, like just he's played four years in college and I know it was only one preseason game, but he looked like he was just in complete control of the offense. His ability to control pace, to just look for teammates, get to his spots, not feel rushed, see when double teams are coming. It was things that if you saw him play in college, it shouldn't shock you. But now he's just doing it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Now he's just doing it on a different level, uh, you know, against different tier of competition. Um, you know, his poise, he's very poised at all times. I think offensively, his biggest question mark remains to be the three-point ball if he can shoot off the catch because, to, like like Bond was saying, he can play with back to the basket. And as we know, Jimmy likes to do that as well in that little, you know, um, midi, mid-range, mid-post area. So I'm curious to see how he's going to play off of those guys. But I feel like he's going to be given the range to run the second unit as a primary score. Mm-hmm. That's just, at least from the first preseason game, I know I'm not trying to take away too much, but it just feels like a role that he's ready for to step right into is just, um, you know, maybe not completely right away, but just kind of, I think that's their goal is him be their eventual six man and primary scoring option off of the bench. So I'm, I'm excited for Jaime. I was the only one. I was the only one on Miami Heat beat that wasn't fucking depressed when we saw, when we got him in the draft. You if were not, so you guys, happy. That you was guys a run, draft show. Brian walked off the show. Frankie was wanting Moose, OMP. Moose was depressed. No, it was... Uh, yeah, but <laughs> regardless, I, I thought it made sense because he's a Heat guy and he's just ready to play. And he showcased that game one. He's 23. I believe he's 23. So he's already three years. He's I think he's Tyler's age. Oh, sorry. He's, he's year one year younger than Tyler, which is crazy. Um, but I- I'm excited to see him orchestrate around the stars because I think he can do it by him, like if he's force fed the ball. But I want to see him play off of, you know, Bam and Jimmy. Just to correct Lou, I wanted uh, Whitmore because I wanted, uh, I thought he made more sense to get Dame. <laughs> and I think they would have gotten Dame if they got drafted him. But that's another discussion. And just to think back off <laughs> that, so, uh, JJJ, you see his maturity and his, and his poise. Uh, when they throw different coverages at him, he doesn't get sped up. He doesn't rush. He doesn't predetermine his reads. He uh, makes the right play over and over again. And like like Lou was talking about him as a playmaker, I, I think they're going to be able to be comfortable in whatever role they really need him in, yeah. on or off the ball. He's played so many roles already at a high level in college. He was all American, all all back twelve. Like he he's just reliable, just clutch. And I still think there's upside. Like I I don't think he's like in his peak shape, I think there's more to grow. Uh, body-wise, he, he uh, you know, there's no question about his athletic vers- verticality. 
Uh, but you know, <laughs> laterally he can definitely improve. And, uh, and also frame wise, like he's got a good base of frame, but I think he can get stronger and, and certainly in better shape. And once he gets the professional chef and a couple years in the heat, uh, system, I, I think he can really, um, get a, a good frame to really take advantage of the mismatches inside like Jimmy does. Shout out to, uh, we got a couple of shout outs in chat. We have uh, eternal in chat shouting out all of us. So th- thanks for, thanks for tuning in homie. We also have Let's Commissioner saying uh, Jaime is top a top two JJJ in the league already, and he ain't two. So facts, facts. take take that mm. for data. I <laughs> I'm really curious about the shooting with him as as kind of mm-hmm. Lou said because you know I have no doubt that that that's kind of their goal is to have him run the second unit, have him do that stuff. But I think surviving with Jimmy and Bam, that and that's something that I've said year after year is that. They have to. They have a very fine line between guy who's so-so shooter and guy who can't shoot because of the mm-hmm. two guys that are gonna be with the ball. To be honest, you want your two best players to have the ball. If we want Bam to truly be aggressive and look for a shot more, that has to come with better spacing. And we've seen in the past, Iguodala's in the corner helping off of him, right? PJ Tucker in the corner helping off of him, right? And and even last year, I mean, you know. We know that a lot of guys, heat shooters struggled and they played with injuries. Even good shooters like Max were being helped off of, right? Because they were struggling with injuries. So, you know, and it made their offense really difficult. It made their offense even more difficult, Bam. So that's the one thing I'm looking at at Hawkins. But as we've talked about, the transition stuff, the footwork, we've all seen the clip yeah. of that beautiful footwork, the wherewithal, the passing when the double team steps up. Miami runs a lot of motion. And he seems mm-hmm. to be a very willing screener. He seems to be very, you know, on top of stuff. That they have pilas, as we say yeah. uh, in Miami. Like he's he's a really sharp guy who I think is going to be able to grasp all the off ball movement and uh, hopefully can synergize with with the rest of the guys. Let's get into his defense really quick, and then we're going to move on. One, to more, COVID. La- one more last super last thing about no, no, um, go ahead. Go ahead. The, the he plays with a certain like bite. To his yeah. movements too, so like he's he's uh, snappy, snappy, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yep, he's snappy. Yeah, yep. and so like, that accompanied with the size, like that's important. You can just have the size, but still be like real slow of foot and real like really bad uh, reflexes, and he, he does. It. Yeah, he's got that anticipation. Yeah, with that yeah. smooth butter dribble, pull up, smooth. He'll probably get maybe not sped up, but maybe get into his release a little bit quicker, but. That's the fact fine. that he can pass off the bounce is is huge, right? Walk like walk that. Where were you January sixth? <laughs> <laughs> this is the most impressive win to me. Yeah. I know it got called the inside out. The inside out dribble for the for the yeah. pod audience. They're, they're, Look at this mid lane line post up. Shit's happening on the side yeah. uh, baseline. It oh, uh, he turns himself all the way around. Finishes with the right on the left side under the basket. Like that's touch. Give that's him a great. bump and finish. Yep. Free space. That shit's Purell. It's clean. Yeah, straight sanitized. Straight sanitized. Ninety nine point nine percent cooked. I love him. I love him. Um, I'm here for it. Cario Wee says, "I want to see what he's like after six months of yoga to uh to open up the hips." As somebody who no, does yoga, certainly. my yeah. hips, dog. I, I I be doing I be doing reverse pigeon at home to open up my hips and quads and shit. You know what I mean? I'm, Just don't send them to Christian sisters. I'm, I'm, str- I'm, I'm <laughs> Damn. Sorry. I'm I'm struggling out here. Shout out yeah, to his be able to squat more base, great laterally. 
Shout out to my yoga instructor, Rosie, Mintbody Studio on Instagram. If you want to check her out. <laughs> shout out, Rosie. Shout, shout out, Rosie. What, what, a, what a lifer. Uh, Lecha says, uh, Jaime is the prince that was promised to the Lecha's agenda when we signed McBob. I don't want to veer off. Man. I, I don't want I don't want to. I don't. Smithen says I have a pastor haircut. Leave me alone, bro. Are you pastor? Let me fucking live, work. dog. Sorry, me I'm I'm losing hair and I'm balding. Leave me alone. I'm, I'm doing treatment. Fuck you. <laughs> um, what were we say? Oh, McBob. I, I, real quick, I'll just say one thing on McBob. I remember the data on the McBob Bam on the McBob Bosch lineups. We 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 had something. I'm just gonna cooking. tell you. I'm going to tell you something. We were on to something. And that I don't was, know what that, was, that something that was, was going to be. Was, it, was it was diet KO and BAM. Yeah, I <laughs> it, was, was it was better KO and BAM. I'm going to be real. That's I, okay. I love BAM. BAM's no Chris Bosch. But it's Bosch, right, exactly. It's Chris right. Bosch. You know what I mean? Not, like, not offensively. I entirely agree. No, but there was like I a mean, moment. but Bob, to be fair, Big Bob didn't do anything offensively there. It was just it was defense, bro. That was on those that were vicious, bro. <laughs> I did I did love Big Bob's passing. His fucking pa- like unnecessary fucking <laughs> elbow passes and shit. <laughs> if if we're being realistic, that's Jovic's floor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> quick, a better I want to get to I want to get to Hawkes on defense. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And I, I guess, Bon, I'll start with you uh, and, and then we'll, we'll go around the room. Do we think that he can guard fours? Now, the reason I ask this is because... They don't like Jimmy doing it. And Jimmy will do it when they have to in a playoff series. But during the grind of a regular season, they tend to not like to put Jimmy on the opposing wings. They like him on small forwards, on those like kind of in-betweener, kind of between guard and forward guys. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, they also like him at point of attack more. Magic to preserve his body so he doesn't bang. Do we think that that, that Hawkins can eventually guard the power forwards, the Kawhis, the Tatums, those kinds of guys. Do we think that he can get there this season? Or is that hopefully, is that maybe like a longer term vision? 
so maybe not sure uh, maybe a little bit more distant but i don't think super long like if if it's the body that needs to tighten up over however it is through the season and then you know another full off season i think within like year two two and a half if you see that from him again he it, it's the the strength in his base and understanding how to leverage his own strength i think is going to do him um you know, a, a great bit of service in that department. So I think so. Maybe not now, but I think he is the perfect one to relieve Jimmy of those two and three guard responsibilities through the through the regular season. But I, if that's the vision for him, is to guard those the Kawhis, the Tatum's, um, who the hell else? Like maybe the the Chris Middleton's, maybe somewhere in there. Then then I think I think he can get to it. Lou. Um, I entirely agree. I actually think he can guard up better than he can guard down just because yes. of his base. Um, yes. I think I'd feel more comfortable with him guarding threes and fours as opposed to twos and threes. Yep. Um, so my, my answer is... You mean you I don't mean, want him on De'Aaron Fox? Oh, absolutely. Hell no. No. <laughs> I don't think we got a soul on this team that can keep up Good with Good luck, him. Josh. Yeah, <laughs> just Josh getting thrown to the wolves. But... Um, no, realistically, like Jaime's best thing defensively has always been his instincts, his off-ball IQ, kind of like, you know, Jimmy does everything, but that's kind of what Jimmy brought when he first came into the league was just his ability to read lanes, get into passes. I want to see how much the leash gets, like how much of a leash he has on the defensive end to play make, because I think that's pretty key. But from the first game, like he was guarding Gordon Hayward. And I thought he did a very good job. He was guarding Brandon Miller, second overall pick. I thought he did a very good job. He got some shots hit over them. Those are very skilled offensive players. But defensively, I just think his biggest struggle is, you know, faster twitch guys. I do think a big positive that he brings that the Heat haven't had in a while from before is I do think he can rebound the fuck out the ball for his side. Yes. Yeah. He, defensively, particularly. The, Gordon, Gordon Hayward is the types of threes. Yeah, he'll yeah. be on. Probably like yeah. an Andrew Wiggins type of. Right, right. I, think, yeah. I think he's, yeah. And, he and an OB's. Yeah. Not that they were a great, they were an okay rebounding team last year. Defensive rebounding, they were very solid. Obviously, if he can help them off with offensive boards, that's, yeah. I mean, yeah. we, listen, we saw what they look like when they had a guy who can offensive rebound for three months, <clears throat> the mechanic, uh, and it looked good. So, you know, hopefully he can provide that. Rest <laughs> where, where, wherever you are. Is he still in the league? There. Is he still no. in the league? No, I think. <laughs> That was a conniving laugh. Uh, <laughs> how does the moniker go? You fuck around, you find out. There you go. How did you Moving make along. that white? <laughs> Anyways. You did. Uh, you uh, made it very white. You right? very unseasoned uh, that you phrase. Around, you find out. <laughs> <laughs> You're darn tooting you, Will. You're darn uh, you. No, I, I obviously agree with you guys. I, I think the shifty guards will um, be, be able to take advantage of his uh, lack of lateral quickness. Um, I worry about him on the switches in those situations, but I think he's a smart enough, capable defender that I could do it. He could do it at, in spurts, not primary, you know, I'm going to take this assignment, but like on a switch, 10 seconds left, he's not going to be uh, a fucking uh, hazard there. Um, but he's smart. Uh, you know, Luke talks about his off ball instincts. Um, when they played zone, he in the, at UCLA, he was very smart, very capable, knew, knew, always knew where to be, uh, rebounds his position well. Strong base, uh, but I, I, Bonnie, you said Gordon Hayward. I think that's the perfect guy. I think guys like Kawhi will be too strong for him strong, early. Yep. Uh, LeBron, obviously, those Kawhi's guys are too strong for everybody. Yeah, I, but think, that's what I was gonna say those yeah. guys are strong for everybody, so that's not 
too bad. You know, like uh, I feel like a guy like Jimmy, Jimmy would probably beat up on him too because just Jimmy has like uh, a, a their one on ones in practice probably get brutal. Oh, Jimmy's man. a fucking menace, dog. Yeah, I, I'd be I know, so smart. I, I feel like he. But I, I think defensively, uh, long term, he's going to be a, a three, like a full on three, some fours, the right yeah. kind of fours, yeah. but mostly a three. You, you want to know who I think the Heat's goal is for him to be guarding is somebody like Jalen Brown. Yeah. To take that assignment like away from Jimmy and keep him on. Yeah, keep him on Tatum because he's a bigger body guy. You just got to force him yeah. to go left. Luke, what's what's interesting about that is that they had they liked Kyle on him, and that just did not work last and, year. Yeah, Vincent did though because he got up in his yeah. airspace. Well, but. and I and I think guys like I mean you he's a very special case because as we saw today, an assistant coach almost stripped him. Mm-hmm. You know, you just you just really gotta you really gotta put the pressure. And uh, I don't know if Bond, if you or anybody saw that clip that he was. Why? Why does no. the Celtics staff keep doing this? They keep the the Celtics posted like a workout video with Jalen Brown, where like an he, assistant coach like almost stripped him. And, why do y'all keep sabotaging him? Yeah, dude, like, that's what I'm saying. It? Like, if you're the Celtics staff, like they had that other video of him dribbling with his left hand. Yeah. it looked like it looked like how I would dribble with my right hand. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad, dude. I was like, put that's your a spell job. What are y'all happening in there? Real quick to close on Hawkes. One of the things I I'm excited is him as a helper because I do think that yes. they yeah. can even play some bigger lineups and he could even be the three in some of those bigger lineups. Yes. And then your help man, you know, the Heat love the Heat love to send help from the weak side corner. They love for that for the guy to stunt in on the drive from the wing. The Heat have a lot of active hands and bodies on defense, and typically it's been small. I mean, they played a lot of like. Tyler, like Tyler Gabe or Tyler Kyle or Kyle Gabe and Max, right? That's not like, that's not like, those are good. You know, like Max holds his own on defense. Obviously, Gabe is a very tough defender. Kyle's very sneaky, like good defender. That's not physicality, right? That's not like that size. And I think Jaquez kind of gives you a little bit of that as a helper. And I think that they've lacked, truly, since Jay Crowder, I think they've lacked Boom. that physical help guy because yeah. PJ wasn't that guy as a helper. Nope. Yeah. But they've lacked. Andre wasn't hurt. Like Andre couldn't. Wasn't. And Andre, Andre was almost. Andre was like 37 old. years old too. I'm gonna be honest. The closest guy to that is we'll get to him later. Is probably Highsmith. But oh, I mean, well, the, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, but but that yeah, that's well, where like, that's what yeah. you want Highsmith yeah, 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 to yeah. become. You want, yeah. 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 And and I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Ryan's Prevera resubscribed with Prime. It says Kick Rocks PJ. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Oh man. Shout out Ryan. Oh, yeah, that's that that's it. That, oh, this is this is a Jalen Brown video. Is that what what production from our from our from the intern Pablo? Look at this man. Come on, come on, Jalen Brown. I think this is the time that he almost gets stripped by the assistant right here as he's go look at him. He's sizing him up. It's Gabe Vincent. Look at that. Uh, uh, almost got stripped. He trips himself. Come on, man. Come yeah. on, man. Shout out to Paulo. Shout out to Paulo. Hey, round of applause. Un aplauso. Un aplauso. You're still in your probationary period. Keep it up. Yeah. <laughs> we, love, we love it. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's uh let's move on to um maybe the man of the hour. Nico Jovic. Mm, Nikola Nico. Jovic. We'll start with his offense. Bon, that's your guy, bro. That's your son. That's that's that he we are listen at 610. That is that is some size that they have desperately lacked. There is there's an offensive player in there yes. that unlocks yeah. 
the highest potential for this team. Yes. And I want you to talk about that because this is your guy and I, I, I'm, 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 I'm going to give you the ball. It's so tough because Ame is also my son, but again, he's ready. Like he's fine. He's, he's good. I don't have to worry about him. I think Nicola, I think you, you, you worded it perfectly that him fully formed or molded or whatever you, that's a big ass final play. Yeah. If you can chisel that some Mm. bitch down and you can get Mm. you a fine, uh, Serbian sculpture out of that. I, mm. I I do think it opens kind of the highest potential of of the, the know, team. team. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's tough. Like it's that the him Bam's range of height and like skill set is 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 a tough thing to put together. I I personally empathize with it. Fucking was in guard practice for half practice and the bigs practice for half the practice. And that's like it's it's tough putting both sides of those things together into like one functional, you know, kind of thing. But once you do, you you unlock a different type of versatility. You have shooting there, you have some post presence there situationally. You have he's a playmaker, he can rebound for you. Um, but these are all, you know, highest form him prognostications or or, or hopes. Um, I think right now. I, he just has to quicken, um, but f- for being as maybe not quick as he is, he has really good timing. Like he, I, he, for the most part, he feels to understand his own kind of limitations. So where his reflexes or reaction time might be uh, longer, he moves a little bit quicker to kind of plug that space. So I, I think there's still a lot there to mold. I, I personally, and I'm gonna pass it back. I've been surprised with what they've gotten out of him. Or not even surprised, but I've been really pleased with what they've got out of him defensively. If he can comport himself well in the gaps and be long and dig and recover and just have arms, have limbs kind of near the area of things to to kind of muck some stuff up, um, I I think that that plays, you know, big. So I'm high on him. Um, I'm high on on JJJ too. Um, But I I want – I want Nicola to, to reach his form, and I do want it to be here. Frankie, what part of Nico's offensive game are you the most intrigued by going into the 2023-2024 NBA season? Uh, his strength. But before I get into this, I want to get some respect here. I was the one calling for Nico on draft night. Uh, hey, if if you could call me out for, for JJJ, rightfully so. I want to get <laughs> Bond didn't didn't have to do draft homework that year. When I told her about Nico and she saw it, she fell in love too. I get give me some credit, right there. Like, damn it, G. Yes, definitely, uh, Frankie. Take your flowers. And and, uh, and Lou, just to to sell out on Luke since he sold me out. Uh, Lou didn't believe in him <laughs> until summer league this year. So. No, correct. No, that, sorry, yes, no. That's not true. No. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. No, but Nico, uh, I love his head of steam, his his willingness to be aggressive and attack the rim, uh, especially in transition, pushing the pace off rebounds, off steals, deflections. Uh, was play at Pablo and and his work ethic. We t- we talk a lot about the the uh, gaining all that weight, but look at his shot. Look how it's a good shot last year. Look at it. Uh, it's going to speed up a lot more this year. He, he's able to play on and off the ball as the big. Look how much smoother it is this year. He's put, He puts in the work. He has a work ethic. And that's not always uh, obvious with kids. But look how he attacks the basket. Yep. Goes to the left, Jalen Brown. Goes to the left. Takes it in transition. Finishes strong with two hands. And he's only going to get stronger. Only going to get more athletic. He's a smart passer. He's, he played a lot of guard overseas. 
Look at this is yes. what we want from him defensively. He can help at the rim. He's got the length. Vaughn said just be seven foot. Look at the pass here. They send the fluidity home. out of the spin into that pass. Exactly. You can't, that. you can't and you can't coach it. Yeah, Brett, back good job, Pablo. That's what I'm talking about. Bring that back. Look at that. Look at him go. Look at him go. <laughs> He's just uh, like Bond talked about his potential and like wanting him here. I the, the biggest thing I worry about him here is not having enough reps to get through the yes. bad and, yeah. and sharpen up the edges. Because uh, there's a lot to work on, of course, to, to polish that. But but, but fun, uh, potential wise, it's so scary what he can do. Got, having a seven footer who can shoot, who can pass, who can push in transition, and defensively, all you need him is just to be big, protect the rim, help Bam. He's got Bam and Jimmy. He doesn't have to be fucking Rudy Gobert out there, but be positive over there. Don't so, be the negative. In a lot of those highlights, we're seeing him attacking off secondary action. Right, yeah. which is good, right? So it's like Jimmy or Bam, they get some offense. Jimmy, Bam, or Tyler. I want to include Tyler in that as well. Yeah, you know, they, they get some offense going, help comes. That doesn't have to be a jump shot, which it was all last year. That yep. was, you know, a jump shot for Max, for Duncan, for a lot of guys. Those guys were just, and now, you know, Jovic has both options, right? If he's feeling the jump shot, he could take it. I'm sure there'll be moments, or, or we took it to the rim. Lou, my question the only to you. The person they had for that last year, G, was Caleb. Caleb's the yeah. only yep. one that's like attacking Vin yep. Grab and go. Absolutely. Yep. Or inexplicably Duncan in the Celtics series. Yes. Yeah. The whole playoff. <laughs> where, was, where was this, my guy? Just off-season Duncan. Lou, I mean, post-season Duncan. I have, a, I have a question for you because I, I think that we'll, we'll, I will talk. We'll close the offense with the shooting in a second. But I want to ask you about his rim pressure. Do you think he can do that from, from his own creation? not just secondary because the heat, if we're looking at the heat offense, what they've lacked is obviously the shooting was bad last year, mm -hmm. but in reality, the thing in the entirety of the Jimmy build has been, they don't put pressure on the rim and they don't get to the free throw line. Do you think that he's going to be able to help that? I love that you gave me this question because I think this is what he does best personally. Let's go. Um, last year, by the way, I did, this was the guy I wanted. I just came off of him because, I didn't think he was ready, but those 20 pounds did him some wonders. He gained like 20 pounds throughout the course of the season from last year to this year. And not only did he gain it, but he knows how to use it to go back to your question, G, to get to the rim. Mm -hmm. He was bullying, just bowling smaller guys, being able to draw contact in semi-transition, getting a rebound and going. I want to see him have some of this freedom because um, I know we saw him attacking off the catch and stuff, but I, I do think his biggest plus is being able to just grab a rebound and go. I, I don't think he's the most spectacular vertical athlete, but I do think his body control, his strength, and his way to get lean into and get away from contact is very good. His finishing isn't perfect, but I, I, I've been saying this for years, that he needs somebody to get to the line outside of Jimmy Butler. Mm -hmm. And I do think he can fit this mode. Offensively, Obviously, we need him to shoot the ball, but I'm just curious to see how much freedom he gets as a with the ball in his hands kind of guy. Because as we saw, he can pass the ball. That was his biggest strength coming out was his ability to pass. And then now he adds this weight. He's able to get to the line more. He's able to because he shoots at a decent clip around like 80 yeah. percent. Like you just need him to survive defensively. I think what Frankie said, Frankie said it best. You just need him to be neutral defensively. If he's neutral defensively, I think his offense yeah. um, is truly I know it's going to sound like crazy, but I do think the Heat's biggest peak is if Nikola Jovic peaks. 
Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel entirely confident saying that th- th- if this Heat team wants to achieve what did it what it did last year and then some, aka just finish the job, get to the chip, it definitely, definitely, definitely involves Jaime and him hitting their stride at the right time because they there are they are the difference in what last year was to this year. We needed a four and we needed somebody who can take some pressure off of Jimmy when Caleb couldn't do it anymore. So I I just think it's perfect. I want to add I want to add one thing to everything mm-hmm. that we're talking about because I wanted to double check. Per 100 possessions, he were actually 13 in getting to the line, which is a no, lot Jim. better than I thought. And I think take away that, Jimmy Butler from yeah. no for sure. And that was my point. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. my point. It okay, can't perfect. all be on Jimmy, right? Exactly. And they and and by the way, like you know, at the end of the day, I'll like they, run that right now. So, so that can can we because. I genuinely, I Real genuinely quick to add on on Luz, uh, about about Jovic's finishing in the half court. He's gotten strong and like the defense is no if they don't bump him, he's going to finish that layup. He's good enough that he's not blowing these in traffic layups and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, he, yeah. They have to bump him there, but he's not losing the ball with contact. He's getting the shots up. He's being strong, being physical. As he grows and matures, he's the the end ones will come. Right now they're not mm-hmm. coming cuz He's not that strong, and he's still working on, on figuring out his body. It's a little bit of touch. That one he drove from, yeah. like, half court, he took the contact. He got it up. Well, it's just the difference between that index and, like, middle finger. But yeah. that's yeah. that's fine. His If you saw anything from Summer League, I know people want to give Orlando Robinson his props, and rightfully so. He sure. was fucking spectacular. Yeah. 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 But the best player when he was playing was Nikola Jovic. There is no fucking doubt in my mind. Like, he was spectacular. His ability to grab the ball and go – Obviously, he can't finish like Giannis, but it was kind of reminiscent of what rookie Giannis did right. when he was, you know, a toothpick or whatever. And I'm not saying he he doesn't have to be honest. I don't even think he can ever be that. Obviously, no. he just needs to be a plus in transition where this team needs to get out and fucking run to get. Yeah, Jimmy he shoots. Break. He shoots threes, Lou. I'm saying that's he and, doesn't and, have to be Giannis. And free throws, goddamn. Yeah, yeah, he's not afraid of getting the ball when the, when it's free throw. They time. need. They have so much, and we've talked a bunch. I don't know how many years. We've worked together that we've talked about this. They are the masters of east-west motion. They got that yeah. shit on lock, bro. Yeah. Yes. You want to fucking go, you know, left and right, like you know, Duncan and all these dudes. Like that's that's the fucking sweet spot for them. They have no dynamicy, dynamic kind of motion down to the rim, other than Jimmy and Bam off rolls. And Lowry was supposed to help that. He really didn't. Right, even when he was, even when he was healthy, he helped them play faster, and he got guys rolling a little more. But he was not providing dribble penetration or anything. This looks like a group that can maybe unlock some of that. So I'm excited for that. Let's switch to Nico's defense, and I like what you guys said. You guys use the word neutral. It's funny because I, I imagine you know, there's a lot of similarities. I guess not a lot, but there's a few similarities between these two players. Every time I talk about a neutral defender. At that position, I always talk about Dirk Nowitzki. Was never the worst guy. He took up space yeah. very well. Just smart. And, I, and which is smart. That's all you gotta do. You're you not an anchor. <laughs> yes. You don't have to be an anchor. You just right. gotta. Can I? Can I guard my yard? Can I take this space well? And as long as you're not getting picked on in pick and roll by these pull up shooters, you're gonna be fine. Give me that. Rotating over, like sees what's happening. Uses length and timing. Yep. Which he has a lot of length, right? And again, we all talked Raising. about help defense. Raising. He's, he's not going to play the five a lot of time, right? So if yeah. Bam gets put in a pick and roll, Jovic can come in and stunt. 
Jovic can come in and help out. He'll play some five. We saw him in his rookie year. He played some backup five for them, and it looked – I liked it in the Laker game. Yes. Was, yes. The Laker game or the Warrior game. It looked like, okay, like they have something here, and if they want to go a little bit more offense. And I think you can play him at the five if you're playing like Highsmith and Jimmy with him and maybe mm-hmm. Josh. Have a more defensive-minded lineup so that he's not in – you know, you don't want to put him on an island with with yeah. an elite ball handler, but – yeah, Bon, I'll, I'll I'll let you go. Like I'm, I'm intrigued by the size. You know, they haven't had a guy out with Bam on the floor who's as mobile as him at that size, I think, ever. So that's exciting. That that's exciting yeah. defensively and, and also on the boards. Yep, it's, I, we've all pretty much said it. He's mobile enough. Doesn't have to. Um, do too much. Be big, but be big in a smart way. He's not gonna like get. Um, you know, just like super embarrassed in the drop. He's not going to like be way, way, you know, off kilter kind of in pick and roll action defense. Um, I think he'll, I think he'll be okay. As long as you have two to three, like, you know, defensive minded and people with some snap people with some thrust mm-hmm. around him. I think he's fine. And listen, this is an air sponsor team, Lou. Yeah. yeah. He's going to be, he's going to be in zone. They're going to protect him. They're going to put him in zone. And that's just what it all boils down to. <laughs> and, uh, and Bond, you and I know that you like when they play their active zone. I think that he'll be able to survive when they play that zone. And and it, it won't. I actually think that, you know, if he meets a certain level of baseline in, in, in man coverage, I think that they'll be fine when he's in a zone, which I'm sure that he will they, be in a lot. if he's They've had Goron in the weak side, a wing on the zone. I think Nico can be just fine. No, but that's a, people give full credit. For player yeah. development, which I don't think he should get all that credit. What he should get credit for is that, Frankie. He made it to the finals doing that. It's crazy, like, bro. I will not accept no dragon slander. He no, was the no, last no, guy who no brought rim pressure all. to this fucking team. No slander at all. I'm a, I, <laughs> I don't think people here. remember. Was it wasn't player. just the rim pressure, Lou. It was he became hearted on step back threes in the bubble. That was the why the step back to his like, left was fucking crazy. I was like, whoa. He's nope. he's my second favorite player all time in the NBA. So you don't, wow. I, I love him. So it is what it is. Back aside from aside from Dwayne Wade, I love he Gogi. doesn't count. I love Gogi. Next, Gogi back to Wade. Nico. Uh, yeah. So a, a, any any final words on Nico and zone or Nico on defense, guys? No. I feel like we've covered it, but unless you guys have final words, he will survive. He will survive. All right, we're going with, and I'm I'm sad. Um, as uh, Lich's commissioner says, we're going to get aggravated. Uh, NBA Central mm-hmm. Speed incoming. Jovic will be Dirk per MHB. Dirk on defense. That's not as sexy. Um, <laughs> much, much dispute in our group chat today about Haywood, Hamish, Highsmith. Wish Tiff was here. Shouts to Tiff. Shout out to Tiffany Tiff. Meeks, the legend, the reality check master. My dog. Haywood Highsmith, ESPN has him listed at 6'4. Basketball reference at 6'7. The Miami Six, Heat. 6'4. They had the Wayne listed at 6'4. Everybody lies. <laughs> Everybody lies. Men lie, women lie, and heights lie. Numbers do lie. Numbers, numbers do lie. Numbers numbers fuck them do numbers. Lie. Bring fuck them fuck, numbers. Fuck them numbers. If y'all have the fuck them numbers emote in chat, you know, rip Please that put shit. it up. Rip rip that shit. Because, <laughs> you know, that's what it is. But yeah. Listed at so, 6'4. Yeah, so he you know, lifted at 6'4 at ESPN because they're funny for the memes. Um, Frankie, yep. this is the guy, and I've said this, I've said this all offseason. 
the best version of the Miami Heat is if Haywood if Haywood Highsmith shoots well enough to start at hmm. the four, with along with that. Jimmy and Bam. And I think that if he can shoot, that provides their defense with the bite it needs and the spacing that it needs. Because we've seen what he can do on defense everywhere on the court. Uh, guarding bigs, guarding... I mean, he guarded Jokic for goddamn sake. You know what I mean? Like, he's a guy that legitimately has guarded one through five for Miami. And if he can shore up his shooting and not look clueless on offense, I think that the best version of this team is with him starting doing that. Frankie. So uh, last year, a lot of our talk was can Highsmith be PJ defensively and uh, more of a willing shooter offensively. Last year, he was very decent at shooting threes. This year, and early on uh, results in preseason, that trigger is so much faster. It looks night and day from last year, so much smoother, and he's hitting them. I think he's like six for 11 from three so far in the preseason. He's willing to take them. He's moving faster. Look at this little catch and shoot. Bang. No hesitation. A lot of the issues. At the break. Not not even deep in the corner. Pretty much at the break. Yeah. Not even even set. Not even like totally set. He had to like adjust. And he he didn't let the closeout uh, defer him because my my dog Desmond Bain has T-Rex arms. Uh, Shout out to him. (laughs) But uh, he's he's just got to be willing and, and aggressive to shoot them, not to uh, let the uh, offense get slowed down. Defensively, we know what he can do. But, you know, he had plays bringing the ball up in transition, finding uh, Bam on the lob there. You know, we're going to run it here. Bam gets a stop on this uh, bum depoy, uh, fake-ass depoy right here. And then look look how high how quick he looks this offseason, this season yeah. right here. Look at this. This was not Highsmith last year. Throws up the lob. Get Bam gets us the dunk. That's that wasn't something last year he was showing uh, on the ball. Uh, defensively, like he's all all defense good, and uh, with the playing time, he could certainly show it. He, look at Wemby, spaghetti arms over here. Highsmith just stalwarts him, gets a deflection. Drew Smith with the help too. That they, I think the the best version of this team is a top three defense, and I think Highsmith is going to be a big part of it. I'm, I'm a big I'm a big Haywood Highsmith fan. I think that he should have played more in the playoffs, particularly yeah. in the finals yep. and in the Eastern Conference finals, uh, yep. especially especially as a fucking able body. <laughs> you know what I mean? That wasn't all banged up. But regardless, we're not going to get into last year. But uh, Lou, if, if you know, I, I thought in the Knicks series in particular, there were moments where, you know, they'd use him as a screener and he would kind of roll into space and he looked a little bit like a deer in headlights. And that was where, because the confident shooting, I think that what you practice, you know, you're going to get confident in things you practice, particularly shooting. And I know Bonds talked about a lot, you know, shooting is like a very, it's a mechanical workable skill that you can like drill and run something like being an in-game pick and roll roller and you roll into space. That's where I think I worry about him more than anything. How are you feeling about, about that this year? Because we saw in that Knicks series, bro, they drop and this T team, you know, kind of those kinds of drops like New York where they play a little bit at the level, you know, have shown them a little bit of trouble because they can't really get to their pull-up game. And when a guy like Jovic kind of slips that screen, he's really open in that, like, middle area of the court. And that's when he was like, I don't know what to do. And he just kind of held the ball. And then the offense kind of died. Where do you see that element of his game, like the non-shooting portion, the the, the screener and the roller? So so I'm, I'm going to attack the first part, the non-shooting question. 
I think he's a very good off ball cutter, moving dunker, dunker spot to dunker spot. I think he's timely with his cuts. So that helps. I don't think he has the best passing secondary playmaking, but I do think it's decent enough. I just wish, like, again, I don't think that should be his role per se. I, I do, I do like his ability to move off ball. I do like his ability to space, like Bond was saying. Um, I've always comped them to like a PJ Tucker, Jay Crowder hybrid. I think PJ Tucker defensively and Jay Crowder offensively and the fact that you don't want Jay Crowder creating, but he can step out of the corner and hit those shots. I think Highsmith since last year in the summer league, he, in the summer league, he was just, he was shooting limitless the whole time. He was shooting 30 feet, three pointers and they were going in because he was shooting with confidence. So I just think that's the biggest part of his game. I'm curious to see how much that develops. I mean, we saw him make a pass to Bam. And I'm gonna be honest. If it was anybody else other than Bam that passes a turnover, thank you, Bam. Throw but where it, they ain't, they can't. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I don't think you know that's not meant to be his role. But I do think, like you stated, I think his role is like I'm so happy I'm on this show right now because these are my favorite. Like these are the guys that I vouch for yes. on this team. <laughs> like y'all could have the bigs. I don't even want to touch the fucking guards. But this group right here, like I think that's this my is, show, baby. Kyle Lowry. This, <laughs> This is the meat and fucking potatoes of the show, man. Like, this is where the shit is real. And I do think this is where they're most talented. This will make or break their season. Oh, for sure. I think this is the biggest upside group. This is the most stable group just because they have Jimmy. I'm just, man. Heisman, well, I got a fucking threat. Not just that they have Jimmy. They have and the two I'm, recent yeah. draft picks between yes. Hawkins and Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Jimmy just yeah. brings the stability. All these players bring the upside. And that's just a beautiful, beautiful mesh of combinations. And I... Hi, Smith. I mean, I got a fucking thread. I think it's my most liked thread on Twitter talking about how I think he can win us a series against Boss. Yeah. And he did. I, He's huge. See, I love Highsmith. So it he should have been playing last year. I, I know they're gonna start K Love because they got yeah, they're, they're gonna start K Love because because they paid him or whatever, man. But like like G yep. said, he needs to be the starting for yes. also want to also want to keep Caleb, I imagine. <laughs> Some of the PJ stuff too, I think. So I, I agree with you, G. Like kind Kevin, of like, right? Yeah, Kevin Love. Sorry, Kevin Love, not Caleb. Sorry. G, I agree with you and kind of just his his uh, the the like pick and roll rollability of him. But I do think that he can operate kind of in some of the PJ area in the lane mm -hmm. on those like on the flares and slips, right? Like on the things where he knows someone's probably chasing over top of him as he sets this flare, Duncan or whomever is getting to the corner. So now I'm I'm that short roll, and I know that Duncan is there because that's where I just sent him. Or I can, if he can get one of these, if he can get a, a steady kind of like push shot or just like some comfort, it's either push or kick to either way. And then he doesn't, like, I don't think that he has to do a lot um, in the in the role, in the short role, but it, it will be, um, I guess quick decision making about it, but I think if he can get that part, the timing of it, I think that's big. The thing, so, I'm, I'm, I think it's important for him to kind of be active as a roller because yeah. when teams play two bigs and something that, or when teams try to hide a big on a non-BAM player, they'll do it on the other four or another yep. player, and okay. what the Spo response has always been to that is, oh. We're going to put you in drop every time. So we're going to pivot, and Bam's not going to run the handoff. We're going to get a shooter in here, and we're going to run a handoff with that other player in that. So whether that's, yeah. I think, you know, very, you know, when they put Dwight Howard on P on, on Jay Crowder in the finals in 2020, suppose like, Jay, you are now running handoffs with Duncan Robinson, and we are getting this guy in a drop. 
or whether that's uh, Rob Williams or Al Horford or whoever with PJ as a handoff guy. Brooke and that's Lopez. a, yeah, that's a critical part of their offense to counter two big lineups because while we can have Jovic playing alongside Bam or, or six, nine Cole or, or Hawkins, you know, whatever, what, whatever it is, at the end of the day, you need options, right? And one of their, yes, one of the ways that they combat two big lineups is that, and they have been extremely successful doing that. To the point that I can't think of a time that it didn't work, right? Maybe you can argue Aaron Gordon and 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 AD, but uh, and uh, and Jokic, but that's yeah. I think that's a different that's a different animal. And, and AG is AG is amazing, and he's more of a yeah. wing anyway. But regardless, um, that's a that's a key pillar to their offense, I, I think. And I think that he needs to be able to kind of contribute in that role for them to truly get to where I think we hope the the high end of this team is. Yeah. No, um. Anything else on his offense game before we get into his defense, which is really, and and there's not too much to say about his defense that we haven't already said, but the switchability. Is there anything you guys want to see this year that you haven't seen last year fr- from a guy like Highsmith? Because I think that he'll guard a lot of a lot of guards, considering how paper thin their guard depth is this year. Um, I think that he'll get those assignments a lot of the time, and I think that he's up for that challenge. Uh, Frankie, um, I don't know because it depends on on the lineups. Because I think like point of attack, it's going to be mostly Josh and Caleb, and I I kind of like them in those spots better. And I, I like Highsmith. Highsmith is very capable, capable, but he's a little bit uh, more disciplined and stronger than both of those guys. So I, I you know on the Tatum's, those are the guys I want to see him guarding the bigger wings, uh, the bigger bot guards, maybe like a Harden, those kind of guards. I like Highsmith there just because he's not going to jump into these uh, pump fakes and and give him the, the three-point shots like Caleb and Josh are both really susceptible to. And plus, Highsmith's got the length to really disrupt. He's got the frame, the the, the shoulders, the strength. The, the, you know, he can play small ball four and five at times because because of all that uh, and a lot more comfortably than the other two. Uh and and in the right situations, of course, you know, of course, uh, you you have you can have him guard those guys. But I I just like having him on bigger guys and him off ball too. He's so disruptive. Yeah. The other the other thing with with a guy like Highsmith is that because you you can play him at the three, and then you could play another guy yep. at the four and Bam at the five, and you so you could play like theoretically, I mean, you could play like Hawkes, Highsmith, and Bam. Yeah. If you get enough shooting from those and guys, let's get crazy. Put Jimmy at the two. Like <laughs> no, but Bond, like that's yes. you need an end of game stop. Wing Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, you have those guys plus you know I don't know like Kyle Caleb or Josh. Josh or whoever you know. Yeah. Maybe you want to force. Yep. Let's say you got to force a turnover at the end of a game. You can yeah. you can run that lineup, and if they get a live ball turnover, you know you can you can even theoretically trust them to stay out there. Yep. Yeah, I agree. So. It's huge. I, I'm a big. I I genuinely think that, and it might be it might be funny to say this, but I do think that like a lot of their season hinges on can he shoot well enough to be like on the floor a lot of the time because I I, I think that highly of him, and I think that he is. They are missing that piece at that kind of power position, right? Yeah. They need that. They need that wing in between Jimmy and Bam to settle their rotation to settle their lineups and they have when they've had that guy they've been very successful right when it was jay crowder when it was tucker last year was a bit of a miracle because that regular season 
that was such a problem for them all year. Shout but out Kevin Love. Shout out Kevin Love, right? So they had and unless Kevin was so big in that Milwaukee series. I mean, I yeah. cannot stress that enough. So excited for for Hamish. Um, you guys have any closing thoughts on Hamish before we move into really uh really the new sensation down here? Yeah, I just need Hamish to play uh, 20 minutes a game at least. You know, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, he just needs to play more than Kevin Love. Yeah, absolutely. That should feel very easily accomplishable. <laughs> absolutely. And at, last thing on him is that he's the guy, along with like Orlando, he's been in the system a while. This is not like yes. his, his, yeah. And that's the thing with like guys like Max and Gabe in particular. Max, and, Max Gabe, and Duncan did not come out of nowhere. Right, Duncan Robinson was around <laughs> with Dwayne Wade. He was Duncan was in their system, like that. He kind of like run it a little bit like baseball, where like baseball have like their like kind of like their farm system or like their their minors, right? That they're in the pipeline, mm-hmm. and the Heat have kind of developed this like okay, we have a Sioux Falls team, we like these guys, we want to keep them around. Duncan Robinson was a guy who was kept around. Gabe Vincent was a guy that was kept around for like three years or two years before he actually started getting minutes. Max was the same. Highsmith is another guy who has been in their system a while. And this is about the time that you kind of see, okay, like this is a little bit of a make or break. Like, do we have something here before we got to like actually give a real contract or whatever? So I wanted to highlight that as well. Let's move on to Cole. I I, I was calling him Cole Swidler all week. Swider. Um, (laughs) It's it's Swider. Um, very Swider. funny that Laker fans were like, "There's just no way that's supposed getting something out of this guy." Like, there's something going on in Miami because there's just no way. Because the Laker fans were just like, "Okay, this supposed supposed the dark arts." I don't know if you guys saw those tweets. It was very funny. Yeah, he's he's too close to Rob Palenka, and it made an awkward situation, a Mari situation over there. Um, no, it, it's Spo shooters ever since uh who was it? who was the first guys like luke babbitt and wayne ellington wayne, wayne, ellington. <laughs> wayne. I wayne on, on the coach and on the staff like it's perfect yeah no but i'm saying like luke babbitt in the sense that like a, a, a guy with the with the talent to shoot but yes. needs the confidence needs the belief yeah. in the, of the staff like shoot hey shoot 30 feet that's where we want you to shoot you're open shoot that shit don't hesitate Cole's it you know that that's that's every player's like dream like you want me to shoot when I'm open, hell yeah, I'll shoot it all the time. I'm a, I'm just a role player on this team. I'm gonna shoot. They I'll love to empower guys like that, Frankie. Yes. Yeah, and that's that brings that's why they, they get the most out of these guys who would be fr- who are fringe rotation guys or fringe NBA players because they they b- give them the belief, give them the leash, and the, and let them play, let them make and then take and then take away the leash if you're Duncan. Yeah, exactly. Except for Duncan. <laughs> well, no, because Duncan, bro, Duncan had free reign, and then until he did it. Yeah. We got, yeah. Well, until you um, stop moving on on offense and just shooting. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, excited, no, I'm Cole, excited for Cole. Bond's going to really get into Cole's uh, ability, but I mean that size and and that high release is is tantalizing, and I'm excited to see more of it. Siobhan, Cole measures in at a beautiful six foot nine. We love that on our shooters, right? Let's <laughs> talk about him. Talk about what he's going to bring on offense for Miami this so, year. So, like, all right, you can get to the start of that one, and then pause it okay um Paulo, bring that back but to your point g like it's so he's he's like the highest 
form of maybe not even a Duncan, but just if you take whatever the 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 best of their motion shooters have been over the last however whatever handful of years, and I think he is the highest prospect of all of them. He has the size, he has some capability kind of in the mid-range, but it's the the way that he comports himself the way that he moves he's a technical mover so if you play the first one and then you can just like let it go and we just talk him through come pause coming off of this it's like the the inside pivot that guys don't do now the pivot coming left pivot off the right foot bring the left foot as the second foot people like don't do that it's a lot of coming here flying left foot plant bringing the right foot and you can get shots off like that but it's a it's a, I don't know, it's a different skill and it's a different work ethic um, to get into shots like this and get into them comfortably. So like I said, Pablo, just let him go. Like coming off of that full steam, gets in the corner. Um, he has, he had a, an escape dribble left one time, stepped into that beautifully, spaces really well. One of them deep ones coming off the dribble, like gave you a little bit of a hezzy, goes up, has a good, just just a really, really good body. <clears throat> um and they like again jump in here. Uh Omni comes pop, off this, like a pass by Hawkins. We talk about fantastic that fantastic pass. Staying knowing to like stay in direct line behind your like the ball dribbler. That's a drill. You work at shit like that. And a lot of people kind of don't. He's so good coming off screens, like making sure that his man is trailing him, taking the right angle. Like and a yeah. quick release, high release. It's it's gonna be tough. It's so tough to block him. Yeah. He's smart. Like he moves well. He, I don't, I'm, I think whatever they've ever wanted kind of in a shooter, um, I think they have it in him and then some slides well. Again, right behind the the interior dude. Perfect. He's in the right spots. Squares. Always yep. in the right spots. Square to the back. gets to them great. I, I, I think he gets. I think, I guess he's going to continue to surprise people. I guess Lakers fans were surprised that they've gotten stuff out of him. Um, I don't think that it should, you know, be all that surprising. There's a bunch of stuff in there, and I, I think he has a lot of good to him. Lou, I think he's the guy out of everybody that we've talked about so far that has the highest variance. He could be <laughs> a guy that just straight up might might not be on the roster come, you know, come all next week. Break. <laughs> yeah, or even all star break, or he might be a guy that they feel confident. He might, I mean, they, they might, he might not play and they just might keep him around because they believe in maybe him next year or somewhere down yes. the line. Oh, but sure. do, do you think he's going to be somebody that contributes this year, or, or do you think that that it, it just might be like, okay, we're going to stash him and we're going to kind of work with him and see where, where he's going to be? I mean, I think he should be on the team. I don't know if he should have the roster spot. I think personally, I think Kane should have that and he should be a two way, but that's a different discussion or maybe no RJ Hampton and just give it to him. But um, I do, I just they have so many decisions to make. Yeah. His, his ability to like his ability to shoot is literally elite. Like he does. I don't think he does a single other thing. Well enough, like great, <laughs> but this is what he does. And it's elite. Like, can we build off of this? It's ironic. And we've seen them do it before. And they and they have, but it, it's just hilarious to me because last year the only game I like the only game I ever saw him play was against Denver, and he played 24 minutes. He hit six threes that game, and I was literally like, "This is fucking Duncan Robinson." They gave LeBron <laughs> Duncan Robinson. He's tall. Like, Duncan. He's taller. Duncan. Yeah, I was like, he's, he's like, more technical. Duncan. He's yeah, yeah. better technically than Duncan. He was like, uh, yeah, he's he looks bigger than Duncan. As, I was like, he's just on, a bigger Duncan. 
don't want to cut you off, Lou. Bond, yeah. you don't you say that you don't say that as a slight to Duncan. You say that Cole's as tech props is to him, yeah. Because Duncan has very good form. That you're just saying that Cole is even more elevated than that. Yes, I think so. Yeah. If not on par, if if not a tad better, then definitely on par. Does he have a he podcast? Have a podcast. Yeah, Rivero in chat says he has a podcast too. Yeah, he does. Oh, that's I, need, I need to listen to him. <laughs> that's too on the nose. I'm just my my biggest concern with him is I'm mean, just not going to come as a shocker. Is who does he guard on defense? Yeah. Where does he survive on defense? Because there was specifically he's one. Big too. Yeah, he's big, but he's not like super strong. There was one specific play where they put him in drop and he got in and out out of his shoes this preseason. I was like, oh my God, do not show me that again. It was, and, and no, but it's again, this is why he was available. This is, you know, he is a project. This is not a perfect player. He's not here to just, you know, absolutely take over this role. I think it's going to be made available to him, especially with some of this guard depth if Duncan becomes available at some point in the season. But I just think, like, to your point, this guy shoots the ball. I'm a fucking math guy, so I love math. He shot 224 threes last year at 43%. Talk about elite. That That's his. Karate, he shot 224 threes last season. <laughs> 43%. My, oh, my. You know, the heat. Karate, they found another here on this, this game. Is, yeah, that's combining yeah. NBA and G League, like everything. And it was. Karate, that's combining NBA and G League. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta love, you know, when the Heat get these guys out of Sioux Falls and the G League. Well, don't 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 call them undrafted though. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Coach Tony. <laughs> God, bring him back. <laughs> yeah, what he said. <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> Frankie, can this motherfucker survive on defense? Uh, it remains to be seen. Uh, it seems like he's got a work ethic, and the Heat usually don't keep guys around. I'm sorry, Frankie. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta stop you. L- Coach oh Lou has a, a has a neon sign behind him, and you I cannot, cannot this. you cannot read it. It's just I've been trying to like what the. F- and Smith <laughs> Smolnik says, "I had never seen a light up wall before. A light up wall sign in size four font before." <laughs> and it says saucy takes. We won fucking know. <laughs> we had to unlight it so we could see it. <laughs> it's a camera problem, guys. I'm, look, man, Smithen, bro. I, I didn't took the laundry off the wall, man. Give me some time here. Looks like I'm fighting for my fucking life. <laughs> I just Frankie moved in. Man. Sign. Come on. Dude. Oh my god. I'm, I didn't want to derail it, but that shit was. I'm so glad somebody. Did. It's uh, coming yeah. back on, guys. We got a blurry situation over here. here. Uh, also, uh, Cab and D uh, just subscribed for six months of Prime. Love y'all. Frankie, go ahead. Let's go. Yeah, it just remains to be seen. I mean, the Heat usually uh, will find out really quick how serious guys are about their work ethic. He's, you know, he's yeah. got the size and stuff. Um, I'm sure they'll have to hide him, but we've been talking. Every guy on uh, we've been talking about pretty much is a positive on on defense, yeah. so they have enough guys. Uh, Lou talked about Duncan for the trade block. Tyler's gonna miss time at some points. He just he gets banged up every year. Everyone's but, gonna miss time, bro. Yeah, every but they have depth, and I think he'll get an opportunity for sure. It's just you know being in rhythm, being ready, and defensively, uh, I'm sure if it's a problem, they'll play plenty of zone with him uh, to cover up for that. But I think he's, it's worth it. He's young, he's big, um, and he's he's got a quick uh, an elite skill set already. Just gotta uh, build on the rest of it.
because of his size, I can see him being a weapon in the zone as well if they want to go with that. You know, if he plays like, big, <laughs> yeah. Well, because they like, I mean, he has, he has he has big old arms and he's a, he's a tall guy. You want you can you know you could put him at the top of the zone and pressure it like they play this do back. It. Watch him work though. Like so, exactly. he he doesn't die on the screen. He and Love Drew get into it. a good switch. Good body here, fighting over. Still fighting, goes under, but recovers, and he's long enough to contest kind of yeah. without fouling. And to the point about him at the zone, he went to Syracuse. Like Jim Beheim, Syracuse is like a lauded zone defensive school. So I think he can – I definitely think he um, can be uh, no no worse than neutral. Um, but I think that he has like some things that can that can attribute well for him defensively. Aware, eyes on a swivel. That Those are the areas where they like put Duncan as that bottom forward, kind of in that zone, that in-between like gray space runner. If he can hold himself well there, I think he's fine. Duncan's also pushing a dude and getting a, a push foul, 100. percent Break and getting so upset. Right. But I think he's big enough; he doesn't have to get those Duncan types of fouls. I think the funniest thing about Cole Swider is the fact that I tweeted it and Alf added me. He said, "Now you're just making things up at this fucking point." Because <laughs> I was excited for him. Because no way Alf was watching preseason no, he, game number one. No, right. it was he was even right. before the preseason. I was just hyped to yeah. have him. I was like, "Oh yeah, no, I mean, and absolutely." That should be a, that. Might, that actually could be something we could play. Like to start, the, like it's kind of like a who who he played for, where like we get like random names of like NBA people that have been in the league for a bit, and we you can know, get, make make some names up and see if Alpha knows if they're on. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be funny. Do you know we give away did, content? Keep that. we once we once write did a down. game. We we're write that down, Brian. We once we once had a game where uh, I bet that Alf couldn't know what Kawhi Leonard's voice was. And I had Brian get different players doing interviews, just like little snippets. And Alf had to guess which of them was Kawhi Leonard. And he could oh. not get it. Write that down too. Bring that back. Uh, we got to bring that back. But that, that was, that was, and I remember Alf thought this is a stupid idea. And we did the game and I was like, no, that was gold. That was gold. That was gold. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have much else to say on 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 Kawhi. I think that obviously the 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 shooting is tantalizing, considering that Miami shooting was so abysmal last year. And I, I do think the question that we're gonna have to ask is like, can this team score enough again? Because you know you have you know we're gonna we'll get to the guards next week, but you know you have issues at guard, right? You have issues at getting to the rim. You have issues shooting the ball last year. You know wow. you you need. You need enough guys to <laughs> make shots. Drew issues now. That's unbelievable. <laughs> issues, but put it in the back of his jersey. Um, but they, you know, they have even some of the guys we talked about today. It's like, hey, can Hawkes make enough shots? Can Highsmith make enough shots? So this is not a team that, you know, they could fire all cylinders on offense, and and we don't worry. I think for sure they'll shoot better than they did last year because that that felt like. That that felt like DefCon one worst case scenario on all fronts. Like yeah, it felt like a mistake. But like you know, we're talking about like can can they be like a legit good offense? And you know, you just cannot considering who they are, where they're coming from, and what they've gone through. You just cannot just say, yeah, we don't need a guy like Cole uh, on the team. You know, you gotta. I think I agree with with. I forgot if it was Frankie or Lou who said it, but you know, at least got to keep him on the two way and keep him around to get him in the system and all that. Yeah. And then you figure out the defense later. Like, you know, can can you get, you know. But I think that if they didn't think that he would put the work in, he wouldn't be at this point already. Because, you know, we know how much they value that, especially exactly. post-Hassan. So. And guys, that brings us to last 
but certainly not least, Jimbo Butler. <laughs> Himmy himself. Not much to say about Jimmy at this point, man. I, I think we know that he's gonna, you know, give you twenty-five and five till about February, and then he'll start to try, and uh, he'll sleepwalk to that. He'll play a game where he may shoot the ball three times until the fourth quarter, and he looks like he doesn't give a fuck. And that's just that's just the Jimmy Butler regular season experience. He doesn't care about awards, doesn't care about stats, doesn't care about accolades. He's a very bizarre man in that sense. But at the end of the day, you can count on him when it's 16 game. I think that none of us doubt his ability. But I don't want to get into what we think Jimmy's game is going to be this year because we've watched Jimmy enough, right? We have he's pretty established. I want to ask you each, what do you want from him? this season and we'll go around the room i'll start with bond then lou then frankie bond what do you want to see out of jimmy butler this year um mm, it's going to sound counterintuitive uh given you know all the tibbs legs and all the i mean the tibbs miles and just you know the consecutive like the deep runs um i personally i think given everything that's happened with the offseason and how it did and didn't go and who we do have in and you know kind of just to match his own talking like his own rhetoric you know we lost i don't get what you want me to be mad about it we're gonna get back there and we're gonna you know yada 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 so i think i personally want to see him uh you know if not turn his caring on earlier in the season but it's a long fucking season like i, I get i trust me i get all of it if not turning you know kind of his caring or whatever on later or I mean, earlier in the season, then then I, I guess uh, fewer stretches where it feels like he doesn't care mid-game. I don't know. I, I want him to be present. I want to I want to always know that he's kind of present, especially when in lineups with the younger guys. Like I want him to. I think he does a great job at feeding um, them confidence. I know he's going to uh, instill that, like, shoot the ball. Like, it's not not a question. I can I shoot the fucking ball. Like, it's you have to shoot the ball. Like, you know, he's going to give the guys that confidence. And I want to see him do that. But I, I want to see it. Um, I don't know. I want to feel a little bit of force from him this season. And I don't know who I want it directed at or how it, how I kind of want it to look. But, uh, yeah, I, I want his, I guess, his typical numbers in his efficiency. But I, 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 I want to feel him earlier than i guess i did um you know as he, as he comes on later in the season but he said he sleepwalks to 25 5 and 5 so like that's that's nothing for him to do but i don't know i i want i want some uh, out of him a little a little defiance yeah kind of yeah a little nasty yeah you like bro so that's a great call this <laughs> ask uh, Jimmy, but contained and done well exactly coach Lou? I want that Jimmy for the fourth quarter. Yes. Sir. I want I want the other version of Jimmy. I want 2020 Jimmy when we had Goran. I want him to defer during the regular season as much as possible. Because we need to get these young guys. We know what Jimmy can do in 16 games. That is never going to be a question for no matter until he's 40 years old. For some reason, he just he can do everything in the playoffs. That is not my question. So I again, I don't want him to just take the season off. That's why I said the fourth quarter. I need him to help us close those games out. But I I need, I would like to see just Jimmy give this offense some free reign without him because I think he knows 
like we know, 2019, we started Kendrick Nunn and Duncan Robinson, two guys who had never started an NBA game before in their lives. And who can't defend a lick. And who couldn't defend. But And we had rookie Tyler, like, but he gave them free reign. We had first-year starting band, but he gave them free reign. He was like, I know personally if we want to get to where we have to get to, I got to take a step back, and these guys got to develop. I think it is rinse and repeat this year. He has to do what he did that season. Let the guys carry them, and then when it's go time, it's fucking go time. We know what we're going to get from Jimmy. Elite two-way player, one of the best in the league. When it's fucking showtime, it's showtime, and nobody can stop him. But during this regular season, we need all these guys that we've just talked about, the Jaimes, the Heros, the Joviches. We need these guys to take a, a Hawkes, uh step up. You know, like we need them to develop for those for that playoff run. So that's a, kind of. I have a I question, was. guys. Did I miss some news with Jimmy and and his dentist work? Where Ryan's preparing in chat saying Jimmy already setting the stage for taking time off with the dentistry yeah. excuse. Oh yeah, what? he had a dental procedure. That's why, that's why he's been out in the preseason. Oh, mm. I didn't know that. Yeah, not a dental procedure. He's getting veneers. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows. Just oh God, please don't put that on him. <laughs> he's in Miami. <laughs> it's very possible. I mean, she's, she's yeah, Raspberry breaking news. Uh, Frankie, what do you want to see out of uh, Jimbo Buckets? Uh, it's pretty similar to uh, Bond and, and Lou, but um, I, I thought the first two years, so I just looked it up. The first two years, Jimmy was here, uh, six, average six and a half assists combined, uh, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the last two years, it was five. Um, I want more point forward. They don't have that lead guard. And, and uh, to build off that, like you want that regular season. We, me and Bond really talked about this a lot last year about getting Bam and, and Tyler ready for the, the playoffs and ready for their time. You have those two that still need to get, to to be more ready to to get more on their plate. But also guys like Hakez, uh, Jovic, all these guys move the ball, be be aggressive. Look, let them make or miss. Let them grow. Let them make mistakes. Believe in your teammates, like you you say you do all the time. Uh, but like show it on the court on the court. I, I want, I'm not saying that he doesn't believe in himself, but I'm saying uh, like, let them make mistakes, let them hit, hit the shot, let them hit miss a shot, you know, play your role within the offense. Um, and, you know, like, I don't want him to not average 20 points or anything like that, but I'm saying I like, I want point forward, Jimmy yep. pressure points, let them play off of you, let them grow, let them, let, let them be a little bit more than they've been before. Um, and you know, take that rest in the regular season because we we still haven't gotten a full season where, with healthy Jimmy. I, I just want the basketball guys to yeah. one time, one run. Um, just let them be healthy. Um, but you know, improving playing off the ball, I think, is big. The spacing, the spatial awareness. There's too many times where uh, there's a play under the rim and Jimmy, and it's, it's a two on two inside or two on one, and Jimmy th- cuts inside too, and it's like. That's another body in there, guys. Uh, just space it out. We'll get a kick out. We'll run it. Uh, we'll flow into that. Um, just, you know, the, Jimmy's a really smart player. I just really want him to get that ring, uh, hopefully this year. I think I want Jimmy to kind of build, rebuild his pick and roll synergy with Bam. I think that that's been a little lost the last few years, and I would like him to kind of regain that. We know that he's going to get guard screening in the playoffs. He's going to be able to bully guys. But I think it's just important, especially the, the two shakiest shooters or non-shooters, or Bam for sure is a non-shooter, but you know, two, two of those guys who I don't think you know you want spacing the floor, I think you want them involved in offense. And I think that in the playoffs, they don't go to that as much as I'd like, understanding that a lot of it is kind of 
manipulating matchups. But I think that getting Bam involved and going is huge for this year because Bam is going to be the workhorse as always for this team. And I think what, what big fella does for you on defense, you want to reward him on offense. Right. And I think that Jimmy is the guy best equipped to do that on this team, given their lack of guards. I think Kyle will, and Tyler will, will do some of that as well. But I just think I, I like it when it comes from Jimmy. I think it means a little bit more. And I think that it, you know, I think they need to build that synergy and they need to figure some stuff out because yeah. I think sometimes, and I, and I know why they don't run it as much. And I think that Spo got a little scared when teams started switching that pick and roll and Jimmy looked a little discombobulated by guys like Embiid, by Anthony Davis, by, um, by Maxi Kleba. Um, that was the last straw for me, by the way, when he didn't know what to do with Max Kleba. <laughs> but I think that they will, I want them to, 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 to play with that more. I want them to figure that stuff out. Maybe yeah. it's just something that you don't have to go to, but I would like them to, to give that another go as a pillar of their offense. Cause I just don't think that's been uh, something that they've done a lot. And I think that, listen, if, if Bam's going to roll and if you're going to, if you're going to contain, if you're not going to switch, you know, Jimmy's going to have a cushion to get to that, that 20, that 20 foot pull up, 15 foot pull up that we know he loves. And I think that, you know, Bam's going to be an offensive rebounding position as well. So really important for them. Um, chat says my background light looks like an episode of fruit basket, which is one of the goat anime of all time. Uh, yeah. Watch fruit basket. It's really good. And yeah, guys, uh, that that's kind of, I don't know if you guys have anything to add, but that we, we did it. We went, listen, imagine if we did all of all the players Imagine we did oh all the, my wings. God, we were going to do like seven people would have been here. Yeah, until dude, it was a good idea to split this up. We had a nice uh, long gee, talk. important question, guys. Wings, jumper, flats. I, I'm a flats guy. I like mm. both, but I like flats. Mm. All right. As Bond left, so I guess. Bond left. Wow. No, Bond says she's going to come right back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I was a, was a drums guy my whole life, but them flats got me lately, man. Flats. Flats, flats are good. You're enlightened. You've been enlightened. You guys remember the, when Pollo Tropical did wings? I've never had oh. <laughs> They were pretty good. They're, they're gone now. What are the best wings? Is, is, is it, Are we Flannies? Flannies wings are pretty good. Flannies pretty fire. Pretty consistent. Ooh, look, bro. I'm going to be very honest. You got to go to Twin Peaks and get the spicy chili. I, I'm going to bring the wow. intern in here. Pablo, Twin Pablo, Peaks. get in here. Pablo, what, what are the best <laughs> wings in Miami? Hey, man. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Have y'all had Wingstop wings? Uh, get, the, get this guy. Take, get, get this guy out of here. Get the last guy he talks. Get out of here. It's the last time. What are we talking about? Wingstop. We're talking about the best wings in Miami. Drums um, or flats, Bond? Flats. So we're just boneless better. Get this, get this guy out of here. Fucking fire him. You had a great show and I don't have to fire you. And yeah. I told you you were still in the probationary period. Like, why Come would on, you kid. like you're doing great? <laughs> for for we my right. answer, I just hate pitting two bad bitches against each other. Wait, I'll take drums or flats. Lou, are you I mean, laughing at the legend? Flats is better yes. than drums. <laughs> oh my I think God. they're both right. bad bitches right here. Right. You're certainly correct. Ryan's for America's best burger McDonald's. <laughs> oh, wait. He's clowning you. <laughs> Pablo's like, I don't even eat wings, man. Said Maybe boldness. you should. Maybe get a little fucking culture. At least he didn't say Buffalo Wild Wings. 
I, oh, I, that he, he that wanted to. He said boneless. Like, are we gonna let this fly? Not even real. What are we doing? That's that, that, is that even real chicken? It doesn't. God. He's he's like, let me get some McNuggets. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> Jesus. Yeah. How well, that? people, that's, we ended it in the most MHB way possible. We'll be next week. We got you with the second part of the wings preview. We'll, we'll do the finesse wings, uh, real name TBD. Public swings. Yeah, oh, those are pretty good. And yeah, uh, and we're gonna do guards the next day. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna jam this in here. We're gonna we're Crazy. gonna get you guys uh, all ready for this season, <laughs> October twenty fifth. Bronx Joker says uh, intern still eats dinosaur shaped chicken nuggets. Yeah, hey, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. Kid cuisine. Yeah. So. <laughs> All, all Go back that, to all Moose's that. PTO. Yeah, bro. <laughs> that was that was some drama on Twitter that Moose Moose requested PTO. Fucking, you know, he has to ask for it more in advance. You know, we're you know we're all we're all trying our best here, Alex Moose. I missed this. I'm weak. I Moose support was, you. Moose was like Moose. about to board his plane, and and she's like, no. Yeah, that was a game day, bro. I, I got shit to do. We're my people, I love y'all in chat. I love my co-host. We did a great job today. We really hit a lot of spots. We'll see you next week. With, we like our producer. We like our yeah. He's on thin ice. He'll, he's an interns on thin ice. We'll 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 report back on that in a second. Uh, and yeah, we'll see y'all next week for uh next part of wings and then guards. We'll see y'all for the drums. <laughs> next week is the drums. <laughs> we won't see Saucy's uh little sign over there. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, bro. Like melted Th- butter. Th- <laughs> that, that shit got some power ah, to it, bro. You ah, right it turned it back up. That made it wet. Oh my god. Solar flare. That's the lowest it goes. I'm sorry. Frank, you really hit it with the solar flare. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.